So how do you handle having a remote workforce, especially now during this time of uh, transition for businesses during COVID? How do you actually set up and manage and run a remote workforce? Well, I'm going to share that tip with you in this video. Hi, welcome back to another episode of You're In Charge, Now What? I'm your host, Glenn Pash. And the goal of this channel is to help those of you that find yourself now in charge of a team, a project, a division, or even a business, build the skills necessary to lead high-performing teams. Each week, I'm going to share one tip or strategy that's helped me build my businesses so that you can generate those consistent results every single time. So let's dive into today's topic. It's a big one that's going on right now, this discussion of remote workforces. Some of it, due to the time that your this video was filmed during this COVID lockdown, some businesses were forced to deal with it. They were either shut completely or they were told that they had to build their team remotely or schedule appointments, you know, a lot of different variables. But what I wanted to share with you uh, today was this concept of remote. Uh, basically, a lot from our experience with our company, uh, the digital agency that I run with my brother, we have about 30 employees. And we found ourselves somewhere in the middle of March uh, making a decision that going remote would be the best strategy for our company. For our, Now, our company, our business, we can do most of our work, probably actually all of our work, remote. Yes, you lose out some of the creativity or the collaboration. It's a little harder to get everyone on a call or, you know, when you're trying to work with somebody on a specific project where you'd be sitting side by side or in a conference room and you're all throwing ideas and we're drawing and we're writing and we're creating. That's a little more challenging now. But the concept of remote I really think is going to stick. I see a lot of companies, uh, Twitter announced that, you know, there can have some remote workers, people who want to work from home, they can work for ever. Other ones are till next year, uh, end of the year, six months, eight months. Um, I personally think there's going to be a lot of companies that are looking at what I'll call a blended workforce, where we can have people working at home, working some aspects of the production of whatever you're delivering for your business. In our case, our marketing assets or our videos or our ads or for our clients, a lot of that can be done at home. So let's focus on two different aspects of this remote workforce. One as a leader. How do you set up your home office, your space. What should you do? Part of this is for you. Also, when we started doing remote, I did a webinar after the fact. You know, we had sent everyone home and I thought to myself, I think I should help the team. So we did a webinar with me walking through how I, I thought helpful tips for the employees to set up their workspace to be productive. So we'll go over a couple of those. Number one, in your home, you should choose a location that's going to be your anchor, be it your desk or your work area. 
For everyone, it's a little different depending on your, your living situation. You know, if you have an extra room or you have a part of maybe your bedroom where there's a desk where you could shut the door and you could focus your work, that's ideal. I know other people say, I live in an apartment and I like working on the dining room table. That's fine as well. The more that you can find a location that you say, that's my office, right? That's where I go to work. I think you'll be successful or, or maybe a little more successful from being able to l shut down work as much as go to work. And we'll talk about that, uh, that shutting down because that's one aspect that is potentially dangerous, a detriment from working at home because you can always keep working. So specific location, that's your place to go. That's where I start my day. So for me, as you can see, I'm here. This is my, this is a room that my wife and I share as an office. This is actually her desk. She had worked from home for years and still does. So I've taken over her desk a little bit, but it's, it's a place that this is the only thing that goes on in this room is work and we can shut the door uh, so that we can have privacy, we can do our work as well as leave it at the end of the day. So wherever you have it, some of my employees just put a desk or even a you know a table, a folding table, and put it against the wall in a corner in an area and say, that's my work. The reason why that's key is because it's a mental adjustment for you to say, I'm going into work. I had a friend of mine who was a very successful writer, and I used to ask him, how do you write? And how do you do all of this at home? What he said was he had a room, very similar to what I have here, and he would say that was my workspace. So after I got my coffee, my commute was walking down the hall and I would go in and I had a schedule. Every day I'd go in at nine o'clock, I would work till noon, I'd come out and I'd have lunch, I'd go back at one o'clock and I'd work too. So, and I said, well, what happens if you weren't creative? He said, no, I stayed in and worked through it. But he says you couldn't go to work, you know, think about that. If you were at your office and you were having a bad day or you weren't feeling creative, you couldn't just say, hey boss, I'm going home. So it is a little bit of a mental commitment. But what he said always helped him was having that location to go to. Number two, and we just touched on a little bit with my friend, the writer, he said he had a schedule. So the second piece to doing this is having a schedule that you stick to. Just as if you say, I always got to the office at nine o'clock, well, then you get to your desk at nine o'clock. It's very easy when you're working at home remote to allow the casualness of being at home uh, take over. I'll get to it. I'll do it later because there's no one right there. There's no one responsible. So you have to really be personally accountable to yourself as a leader and communicate that to your staff that at nine o'clock, we work through what, and whatever it is, if you want to work to one o'clock and then take a half an hour, 45 minutes or an hour for lunch, whatever it is, the more structured you can be, the better off you're going to be. Just I, I told my team, the more that you could mimic your schedule at the office, at home, you would you would not feel that much of a difference. Meaning if you got had lunch at 1230, have lunch at 1230. I even suggested to maybe call a few other people or FaceTime or maybe do a Zoom lunch once in a while with other people that you would sit across the table from at the office and have lunch. It builds that camaraderie so you don't feel so alone. So a schedule is really important. Now, 
The third piece is that schedule. I talk a lot about getting on time and starting your day, also ending your day. Whatever time you decide, be it 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 4.30, whatever time frame you say that's the end of my day, make it the end of your day. The key of having your work in your house is there is always something to do. I say this all the time. I could always find something to do every day, every hour in order to move the business forward, but that's not good mentally. You need to shut down. And there are a lot of people who start working at home, feel that burnout because they feel as if they're working more, their hours are more filled because there's not a lot of distractions of just stopping by. Hey, did you see the game last night? Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, do you want to just grab a quick cup of tea and have a break? So you you basically head down work really hard. So make sure that you end and put work away and be with your family, be with your friends, or even just yourself to work out, eat healthy, watch some TV, decompress, whatever you do to relax, but make sure you have that outlet to do so. So those are the th- you know three or four things that I think when you're setting up your space and you as a leader need to communicate that to your team to put them in a great position. So second half of this is how do you manage them? Stay on top of a remote workforce. I will tell you it's not easy. It is a struggle. Always was a struggle for me until I figured out a few things Uh, And it was really more mimicking what I did in the office remotely. So if you have a morning meeting or you have, in our case, we have two weekly meetings. So we still have them at 930. We have a go to meeting and everyone dials in. Some people use video. Some people don't. On Friday, we have another touch point meeting. And what we've done is set up all the meetings that we would normally have. Account managers meeting, teams meeting me meeting with people, we just continue to schedule them and dedicate time to using the technology of Zoom or GoToMeeting or whatever uh, communication platform you have to stay in touch. The other piece of uh, this goes back to some of the skills that we talked about in previous episodes about communication. I think you have to over-communicate Not just being clear and specific like we talked about in in when you're giving out your instructions and being clear and and concise on deadlines and timelines of when you need things. I think it's really important to over-communicate just to check in with people. How are you doing? How are you handling this? Talking to them, not just about work, but how they're holding up. So over-communicating. But again, holding them accountable to the work. That's your job quality of work, that's your job. And if it means that you have to schedule extra meetings and you'll feel sometimes where I have, you feel like you're on a Zoom call every single minute of every single day, certain time, that's okay. You have to do it. You as a leader have to make sure that you're guiding your team, you're checking in with them, that they feel that that accountability. They feel that you're checking, not checking, as we've talked about before, not checking to discipline, but you're their coach. You have to watch them, see how they're playing, how are they delivering to give them feedback. And I think even more so communicating with them on, if, if you, I did this last week, if I sat on a call listening to how my team did, I made sure I reached out either through email or calling each one of those people to give them feedback on how, how well they did, maybe a couple areas that we could improve. I do that in the office anyway. So whatever you do. So, so I think the biggest takeaway for you, the tool for your toolbox. When you're building your structure, meaning your location and your schedule, try to mimic 
as much as you can what you did in the office. Find a location that you can go to in the morning, uh, leave at the end of the night. If you had a door where you could shut it, that's even better. But again, if you're using your dining room table, clean it up. Don't leave stuff on the table overnight. Bring everything, set up your workspace, go to work, close it down, box it up, put it away till tomorrow. And then when you're working with your team, make sure you over-communicate. Maybe if you only had two meetings, maybe you have three. If you have your weekly or daily meetings, make sure you're still having those meetings. Don't lose anything that was helping you be successful in the office in front of people. Don't lose that when you're remote. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot more communication. It takes a lot more inspection. And again, whatever tool you're using from either a CRM or a project management system, your job as a leader is to inspect and check and make sure we're on, on point, on progress to deliver what we need to at the right time, at the right quality for our clients. So I hope you found that helpful. I know remote work is really tough right now, and being a new leader of a remote team takes a lot more than you think uh, because you're dealing with your own distractions at work and you or at home, and you need to really over-communicate and be t in touch with your team. So again, I hope you found that valuable. If you did, click the subscribe button. It would mean a lot to me. Also, the little bell notification. So as I upload new videos, which I do every Tuesday and Thursday, you'll be alerted. As always, please use the comments down below. Love to hear what you think about it. If there's anything that you'd like me to talk about or maybe a new topic, please let me know. I'd be more than happy to you know give you my viewpoint on it as well. As always, I appreciate your attention. Please share this out with your network. I've said it before. There's a lot of people who are in charge who never got the training, and this is the goal of this channel is to help them. So as always, as I close out every episode, you're in charge, but now you have a few more tools to help you become more successful.